Hi everyone, welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 218. This week's message is, One who asks, who seeks, who knocks. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining in for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. Uh, I pray all things are going well with everyone as we are very much uh, into another day, thus another week passing. Uh, in this week's episode, I, I, I pray that what has been blessed unto me to pass on to you, what it has been bestowed for me to speak to you, will have reverence in your lives and your journey at this moment in time right now. Uh, I'm speaking on a subject that we've all uh, had the time and had the pleasure to listen to in in, in, in this different sermons and messages and watch different videos and but I pray that this time that it will be life changing for you. Um, I pray that that this time that it will truly resonate drastically on a level that is beyond your imagination, beyond your imagination, you know, of that of your mind. Because, and the reason I'm saying it, like, I'm not trying to freak nobody out and this is not the twilight zone or nothing like that. Um, cause I know, yeah, that just popped in my head just then thinking about how that message, when they, they do that opening message, that opening speech, that intro, uh, on Twilight Zone, on that show, and, you know, and they talk about this and talk about that, and then they, you know, you have entered the Twilight Zone and all this kind of, but no, uh, all joking aside, my brothers and sisters, this, this is nothing like that, and I'm not trying to, uh, zone you out or, 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 try to make it seem all overly dramatized uh, just plain and simple this message this week is a message that we've all heard before it's a message that speaks on things that we've all uh, had the acquaintance of uh, of not just hearing uh, we've seen it talked out not only we've seen it you know visualized uh, we, we've heard it. That's just bottom line. Let's just put it like that. We, we've all experienced uh, this message or the words of this message. So you would say, well, Brother Tillman, you know, I know about those scriptures. You know, I know about that moment, that, that spot in the book. And I know where it says that, you know, if you this, you, you that, if you that, and you this. So, you know, your question would be, okay, well, I know that. So why, you know, why revisit that? Well, sometimes, my brothers and sisters, uh, God will have us go over some things. God will have us to revisit some things sometimes, I believe. Now, I know some of you will say, you know, that's incorrect. And, and, and you know, that's your right to say so. Uh, but I believe that there are times that God will have us revisit some things. Uh, for one reason or another. Uh, and I believe it's sometimes because he's wanting us to really get it. He's wanting us to learn from it. He's wanting us to 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 uh, get it right. And giving us the opportunity to get it right. I do believe that's why, you know, we have the, we have the uh, ability to repent. We have the ability to go before God humbly and meekly and seek his forgiveness. Um. And I do believe that there are times or stains in life that will repeat itself because God is wanting us to get it right. He's wanting, He's given us an opportunity to, you know, be upright before Him. So, and, and, and to learn His Word so that we can move forth with uprightness. So with this message this week, um, I pray that we are able to do that. I pray that, not just you, I pray I myself 
as well. Each and everything that I speak on, each and every topic, each and every message that come forth, I, I don't just look at it as presenting you with the encouragement, but I also look at it as being presented unto me with the encouragement. Because I'm the first one that see these words. I'm the first one that reads these scriptures. Uh, I'm the first one that gets these excuse me this this enlightenment this this edification and then i pass it on to you so i am thus educated and edified uh as i'm preparing to present it unto you so it's important uh to to know these scriptures it's important to um be able to bring it forth to you <clears throat> In that which is laid upon my heart. Now, when I say no, I'm not talking about sitting here and re recite scriptures, you know, in and out, back and forth. Now, I don't mean that type, that type of no, but to have somewhat of a generalized understanding, um, and to be able to talk to you on what I receive in knowledge concerning what it is that I have presented unto you in that of a message. Uh, so my brothers and sisters, and this 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 is something that I think that we don't really think that hard on sometimes. We don't really we don't really get it, I guess you can say. We know we get it, but we don't get it. Uh, this 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 message, you know, it, it talks about it talks about one asking. It talks about one seeking. It also talks about how we knock. And we tend to look for things, but sometimes we don't look. And the very thing that we're needing is right before us, but we don't look. The very thing that we are, we're, we're needing to he hear uh, is right there, but we don't ask. The very thing that we're needing to lay our hands upon is just beyond the door front, just beyond the threshold, but we don't knock so that that door can be opened and that we may obtain what it is that we need to obtain. There are times that we, we either don't or we don't know how to ask, seek, or knock. When Jesus sacrifice himself he sacrificed himself not just so that we would be free from the slavery of sin but he also sacrificed himself so that we could be reinstated before god that we could be brought forth before god once again sanctified holy and upright righteousness before him the veil that was put in place was torn because of the sacrifice that Jesus made. So that allowed us to boldly come before God. So my brothers and sisters, I guess my question would be this. Do you know that? There is no longer a veil between you and God. Do you know that the mediator is Jesus? Who goes unto God on our behalf and mediates for us. But yet still we have the ability to go before God with humbleness and meekness. Ask. Seek. And that if we knock, that we shall have the door open unto us. That door of his knowledge, all things be that of him. Do you know that? And if you know that, how many times have you truly found yourself really operating in that fact, in that moment? And if you can sit and say, well... Maybe once I was in my thoughts and I knew truly spiritually I really did it. Other times I can say that, hey, no. You know, I was going through some things, going through, you know, in the moment. And 
I can honestly say that no, I did not approach God. I did not come unto God. No, I did not present myself unto God in the way that I could have. But the scripture tells us that, you know, we seek, you know, if we ask, if we seek, if we knock, uh, and it gives us the answer to all three of those that what would happen. Basically just saying, hey, you have to do it. There's an action that has to take place. There's an action that has to take place. If you have a question that's needing an answer, but then yet you don't hesitate, you don't bother to ask me or you hesitate to ask me, would you get an answer? No, you would not. If you're looking for something and I know what it is that you're looking for, I know or I have a way that you can find it, but you don't bother to say anything to me about it or you don't look at all, would you find it? No. If you know where something is at or something that you're needing, but you got to go into another area to get it, but you don't knock or you don't present yourself in the appropriate way, will you be able to get it? Will you be able to pass through through that area or into that other uh, place of space to obtain what it is that you need? Uh, probably not. So my brothers and sisters, this, this week's message speaks on that. And it speaks on that and then I, I will say unto you the importance of falling through on these three things. Because blessings are received when you do these three things. And sometimes we don't like to. There's a lot of times we don't like to ask. Because we're like, oh, I know what the answer is going to be. I don't, oh, don't want to hear, you know, type thing. So we don't ask. Because we, we know what the answer is and we don't like the answer. <laughs> so instead of being presented with the answer, instead of being reminded that this is what it's going to be, we don't ask. And where we know, excuse me, when we know what it is that we're going to find, or if we say, oh, you know, I'm not going to find anything, you know, I'm not going to find what I need. So I'm not going to even bother to look. So you don't look. You don't seek. Because you're like, oh, I, I, I won't find it. it. It's not going to be revealed to me. And you know, you go on and on and on and on. So what happens is that you don't seek. So now, so far, we got that you won't ask. And you won't seek. Now, <clears throat> you know that... <clears throat> What you need and what you could obtain is just beyond that threshold. But you don't want to knock. You don't want to knock because you feel that, you know, you'd be intruding. Or you feel that you don't have the right. Or I'm not worthy enough to be asking or to be, to be, to be knocking, uh, to be in, intruding upon God in this way. So I won't knock. So now you're at a point where, okay, now you're not asking. You, you dare not seek. And you will not knock to intrude, to interrupt, to place yourself in the presence of the Almighty God. Whether it's fear or whether you feel unworthy or you just feel that you're not going to get what it is that you're seeking you won't be able to lay hands upon what it is that you're desiring or what you need but my brothers and sisters you gotta do it it's a form of action that the only way it's gonna be received of anything that you're looking for is you gotta put forth the action for it you have to you can have a ton of questions, but they will not get asked, uh, answered if you don't ask. You could be looking for something, but hey, if, you know, if you're in need of it, 
you're not going to get it if you don't seek it. You're not going to be let in anywhere if you don't knock. So this is what this week's message is covering. Now, it's brief. It's not, you know, going to go into a whole lot of, you know, uh, 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 explanations and, 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 and just a whole bunch of just reading on and on and on. It's not. This, this is not going to be this message this week. It's just not. It's very simple. This part of the this part of uh, uh, of the Bible, the scriptures, these 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 words of encouragement are are, are few, and is as far as I'm concerned, it's straight to the point. It's straight to the point. Uh, so my hopes is this: my hopes is that with me speaking on this this week. That it will allow you to revisit that moment, that time in, in your life, and help you to be able to bring forth a reoccurrence of knowledge that you have experienced concerning this subject. And with that knowledge and along with this knowledge that you received today and this week, that you will be able to function just that, just that little bit more, just a little bit better, uh, just a little bit more than you were before. Um, and that you will be able to have just a little bit better understanding uh, concerning some things that you were not having an understanding of before. We go through life a lot of times looking for answers, looking for answers for a lot of things, and we, we, we don't get them, one, because we don't ask. we just seeking answers, and so we're either not asking or we're not asking in a proper way, or we're not asking the right person. We don't seek because we say, hey, you know, I man, I've been trying to do this and that. And I ain't found nothing. You know? So I'm just kind of, I don't kind of just, you know, kind of just gave up on it. So now you, you know, you're stagnant. You're, you know, you're not, you're not looking. You're done. You're not seeking anymore because you, you say, you know, so you say you've been looking. So you say you've looked everywhere. So you say you've been searching. So you say. And you're tired of coming up empty-handed. You're tired of chasing your tail, as you would say. And you say you don't want to ask because everybody has turned you down or everybody don't know and been leading you around in circles. Or you just don't want to ask for fear of being rejected. Uh, you don't seek for fear of running to something that... <laughs> You don't want to find or you're afraid of finding out. You won't knock because you're afraid that when the door is open, you're going to see something or receive something that you did not expect or you do not want. Or it would be something that you don't need or it's a waste of time. Or just really truly all together, you're doing it improperly. So you're not asking properly, you're not seeking properly, and you have not knocked properly. What you ask for, you ask amiss, because of your motives is not right. And when you seek, you're not seeking correctly, because you're seeking with alternative motives. When you knock, you're knocking with an agenda that is not that pure in heart. So... All these things can come into accountability. So, my brothers and sisters, purify thy heart, clear thy mind, let all goodness and joyfulness be in thy spirit. Let that which the Lord seeks to release into your life be received with joyfulness and happiness. So therefore, when you ask, ask with the goodness and of not just that of your heart, but the pureness and wholesomeness of that of your heart and the joyfulness in that of your spirit. 
Let there be meekness as well as humbleness. Then you will receive an answer on what it is that you're asking. When you seek, do more of the same. But let thyself seek, knowing that what you will find will be wholesome and rewarding. Not just for you, but for those that you will encounter. So you will seek and find with abundance that you may be able to share and an abundance will be overflowing unto you. Now, when you knock, let it be also with more of that of which you were flowing in when you ask and when you seek. So that when you knock, you're knocking with a blissful and pure agenda. Your agenda is holy. Your agenda is proper. It is blissful and righteous. And your agenda is not selfish nor arrogant. So my brothers and sisters, now we have made it through. We've asked, seek, and we've not. So, now that you see, now that you have, now that you have obtained, then let us go forth and be blessed in this week's message. Amen. Heavenly Father, bless of thee, for thou have been good and gracious unto thee in all things of accountability, O Father God, unto our lives. We thank you for the humbleness, O Father God, and the meekness, O Heavenly Father, that we've been able to experience and put forth in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for all things, O Father God, are bloodable unto us, that is nourishing and flourishing in our lives. We thank you that we're fruitful, O Father God prosperous and we walk in that of love and unity in our lives oh father god amongst one another and those that we will encounter may all blessedness of your kingdom oh father god radiate from us that those that we see will be joyful upon our coming how beautiful are the sound of those who bring good news bless of thee oh heavenly father that we may be the ones that bring forth that joyous and wonderful sound of good news the news of your word in jesus glorious name i thank you father for that when we ask we ask properly when we seek we seek oh father god in wholesomeness and heart and when we knock we knock oh father god with an agenda that is not selfish in jesus glorious and blessed name amen one who asks who seeks who knocks Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which one of you, if your son asks for bread, will you give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Hmm, my God. Brothers and sisters. <laughs> See, I told you that this was going to be brief because this is something that we're not, it's not foreign to us. You, you may have not heard very many messages on this subject. You may have not heard many sermons brought forth about ask, seek, and knock. This part of the book, this part of Matthew's may not be that familiar unto you other than the fact that you've read it probably over and over a couple of times yourself but as far as it coming from a point of view of being received from a message or from a sermon you may have not recalled as many times that that has been so but my brothers and sisters nonetheless you know of this message the contents of it is that is so my brothers and sisters uh, ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one, oh my God, 
Thank you, Jesus. And until the one who knocks, the door would be opened. And then it goes on to say, say, which one of you? Now, this is putting in reference to that of your children. If your son asks for bread, will you give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, would you give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? <laughs> now let's think about that for a minute. Think about it for a minute. Just, just, just for a minute. Just, you know, for a minute. Okay. Now that wasn't quite a minute, but you know you get the you get the drift. You know you know what you you know what I'm meaning uh, when I say minute. My brothers and sisters, you would not give unto your children anything ill or foul. So if you would not, because you love them and care for them dearly, do you think that God would do that to you? Because after all, he loves and cares for you dearly. Because, well, after all, did he not give his one and only true son on your behalf to save you? Did he not sacrifice that? So, if he did, then how much more would he be blessed unto you? Ah, now we're starting to come around to the light a little bit, aren't we? Now we're starting to kind of think about it a little bit, aren't we? Yeah, so now that we have that basis laid, we have that foundation, you know, set up, let's move on a little bit. So you you thinking about it, you say, well, yeah, you know, okay, I get it, you're right. I do care for my children, I do, I do love them, and I, I try to do the best I can and give them the best I can give them. And I don't want them to have anything, you know, anything foul, anything fake, anything, you know, that's not flourishing, that's not going to be fruitful, that's not going to allow them to be fruitful and blessful for God. So, yes, I can see that God would be the same, but even more so, that God would make sure that we have what we need, even more so, that God would be blessful unto us in ways that we can't even imagine. So now that you have that little bit of a knowledge, what are you waiting on? Huh? What are you waiting on? The word tells us that simply. Just ask and it will be given to you. You say, just ask and it's going to be given to you. Now, but what we have to understand, now what we need to understand along with that, my brothers and sisters, is yes we can ask we can just ask but it also has to do with how we ask okay it also has to do with how we ask what is your reasoning for asking amen Are you asking it for you know for 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 something to be used to you, for your own selfishness are you seeking so that you may find and, and, and consume it on that of your own selfishness and greed? Are you knocking in hopes that you can keep it unto yourself once you, the door is open and you can get into what it is that you're desiring to get into? So with all these things, yes, it says ask and it will be given to you and it says seek and you shall find and then it even goes further to say that if you not the door shall be open unto you but my brothers and sisters let us have an understanding it also has to do with how you go about it how you're asking how you're seeking it how you going about? And also 
where is your mindset? What is your agenda when you knock? But the word is clear. The word is very clear. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Because see, simply what the scripture is saying unto you that it's saying unto you and it presents and gives you an example. Okay, to kind of break it down to you. It says, which one of you, if your son asks for bread? So, okay, if your son asks for something, are you going to give him something foul? No, you're not. You're going to try to give him the best. And you're going to try to give him exactly what he asked for. Okay, that's, that's what the scripture is really saying. So the scripture is saying that if you ask God, your heavenly father, he's going to give unto you that what you ask. Now, of course, God knows what we need. And he knows what's best for us. So, you may ask, and when you receive it, you, you may think, well, this is not what I asked for. This is not what I was expecting to receive. Well, you receive what God knew you need. Yes, he heard you when you asked. But he also knows what you need and he knows what's best for you. Amen. And you say, well, if I know to give my son a fish and he asks for a fish and not give him a snake. But guess what? Everything that God gives unto you is blessful. Amen. So you may ask for something and you seek for something and you knock hoping the door will be open unto you concerning a, a matter to reveal a certain thing. Keep in mind, God knows what you need. So you ask and you seek and you knock and when these things are given unto you, <clears throat> don't be discouraged if it's not what you're thinking it should be. But look at what it is that has been given to you. And I bet you that you will tell that it is more than what you were desiring. It was more than what you were thinking about asking for. It was more than what you were wanting, you know, needing to seek and it was, <laughs> my God, and that the way was open unto you with an abundance. More than what you thought would be. Because see, we can think on a mindset that can be low, but then see, God is up high. You know, he, he, he's, he's in vastness, he's, he's in abundance. And, and we down here on two and three and one, and God is over here in a thousand and a million, you know. And and he's he's wanting you to 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 go higher. He's wanting you to be to be more open minded. He's wanting you to to reach. So let it be so. Reach. reach because God's going to give you what you need according to what he knows you need amen blessed be Father God blessed be Father God thank you Jesus so in everything do to others what you would have them do to you for the psalm, for this sums up the law and the prophets. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So we don't we don't want to go through this life's journey without asking and, and, and making sure that we're asking in a way that is that is proper. And then also as we seek, we want to make sure that we're seeking with that of good hearts, pure hearts, 
And then when we knock, we want to make sure that our reasoning for knocking, our reasoning for wanting that revealed unto us, that space, that way made available unto us is in good conscience and good faith with an agenda that is blessful. Not just for self, but also for those that we will encounter. Alrighty, my brothers and sisters, that notification was letting me know that we have reached that moment in the show where it's time to bring forth the spiritual food for thought. And the spiritual food for thought for this week is, so in everything, do to others what you will have them do to you. For, the, for this sums up the law and the prophets. Once again, spiritual food for thought for this week. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Mm. That's something to think about. Truthfully. That's something to think about. Because a lot of times we're not, we're not operating in that which is blessful. Um, and then when we receive... Uh, When we receive response or we receive, you know, the backlash, then we're like, huh, what, why? So, you know, this word tells us to be mindful and treat others as we desire to be treated. And, yeah, I know, and I know some of you are going to say, well, you know, I'm, I treat people nice and I'm, you know, I'm always very nice. I speak to people, you know, I'm joyful. You know, I even help people sometimes. I go out of my way and I do this and I do that. And I still get treated like crap. Well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And, and, and sometimes more than, you know, more times than not. But keep going. And in your efforts to continue forth, be joyful in. Don't focus on the negativity that people give back to you. Don't allow yourself to feed into that. Because see, when you feed into that, then you're going to become that negative. No. Feed into the positiveness that you're giving, that you're presenting, that you're pouring into people's lives. Okay? Think about how good it makes you feel to be kind, to be generous. And loving towards others. And patient. And then furthermore. Think about what Jesus would do. And I know you hear that a lot. Oh, hold on a minute. What would Jesus do? I know you hear that a lot. But seriously. Think about that. Okay. Think about that. And, and, and don't insert that. Well you know Jesus turned over the tables. in the Yeah he did. But that was one little incident. And he did it for a reason. Okay, but your kindness and the generosity of that of God should be showing outwardly at all times. Is it hard? Yes, it is. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna sit here and I ain't gonna try to you know, tell you that. Oh, you know, you ain't gonna experience some moments when you wanna probably give give someone a, a, a few words other than kindness. Uh, trust me, I've been there, done that, but I've realized that. Why should I allow someone to take away my joy just because they could not respond back to what I was being joyful unto them with joyfulness? So why should I allow their negative response to override my joyfulness that I put forth? I should. And I have come to an understanding that not everyone is going to receive what you are bringing forth and then meet you with the same. So that's why I say think about how you feel when you're doing it. Think about the results that you yourself get within that of you, within your spirit. Amen. And, and, and then think about how 
that presents you before God. Not how it presents that person, okay? Because see, then your heart is going to get hardened and you're going to start thinking like, yeah, you know, they ain't right, you know, they ain't right before God. God, gonna, God don't like nasty. No, he don't. But don't think of it like that. Okay? If you're giving niceness to someone and they, you know, want to give you rocks, then okay. Then you take those rocks and, you know, skip them across the lake and be joyful in <laughs> doing it. Uh, you get what I'm saying? It's like... People are going to give you, you know, you can give everybody baskets of fruit and they're going to turn around and give you coal. Well, what do you do with coal? You take it and you burn it. You use it for this natural resource that it is. It, my point of what I'm saying is find a way to turn that negativeness into a positiveness, into a joy. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's not going it's not, it's not to be easy. You know, is it trying sometimes? Yes. Does it make you want to, you know, go off and say something? You know, yes, it does. But where's the joy in that? Where's the blessedness in that? Where's the prosperousness in that? You don't prosper. You're not being fruitful. So that's why I say take what they, you know, it's like saying take it with a grain of salt. You know, you give it forth without so Without being so much caught up on, you know, receiving it back. You know, that's just like the word tells us, you know, you lend to to those that you don't expect to receive payment. It's the same thing when you give your kindness, when you give your love and give your generosity for if you give it not in, you know, in, 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 in expectations that, oh, I'm going to get this back. You know, I'm going to be nice to someone and somebody's going to be nice right back to me. Like, no, you just do it. With all the joyfulness and the kindness that is in that of you. The radiatingness of that of Jesus that is upon you. You feel me? Because, see, love conquers all. That person's going to have... Because, see, let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. That person might respond back to you with something negative, but I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. This is how it's going to go down after all that takes place. After you say what you say, and then that person responds, you know, be like, yeah. You know, or they just look at you funny, or they just, you know, have a nasty smug, or they just, their whole attitude just stinks. Well, this is what it's going to be like after that. They're going to go on about their way, and you're going to go about yours all joyful and, you know, and, just overflowing with abundance of happiness okay but in the meantime they're going you know they all all flipped up down like a like a turning you know like an inside out flapjack they they just really just, just screwed up for the day but you know what gonna happen they're gonna get along their day and they're gonna be somewhere and they're gonna be stinking and they're going to think about you. They're going to think about that one person that was kind. They're going to think about that one person that said good morning. Have a blessful day. Good morning, Jim. I hope all things are going well with you. Good morning, Matthew. Be joyous today. God loves you. And, and, and you know, you say that in a way to where, you know, you're happy about it. You got a smile on your face. You know, you're not arrogant or nothing like that. You're not shoving nothing down their throat. You just greet them nicely and you say something nice. They're going to think about that. You get what I'm saying? Once they get along their day and they're going to, you know, that's going to resonate on them because it's going to come back to them. They're going to be, whether they're sitting at a light, they're going to be thinking about it and saying, man, that person was nice to me. And they're going to begin to think about how they treated you. And they're going to be like, dang. And, and, and then, boom, there you go, a seed is planted. Yeah, it's not your traditional way of going about it, but nonetheless, it happened. You know, yeah, and then are there going to be people who are not going to think about it, give it a second thought? Yeah, it's going to be something that's not going to give it a second thought. It, it is. It is. But I'm going to tell you right now, majority of some people will. 
And, and, and I say this because I speak on this uh, due to experience. Because I've been out and about on my day and uh, I've had people say something nice to me. You know, I've had somebody just randomly just say to me, Jesus loves you. And look at me with a smile. I've had people just touch me on my arm and say, Jesus love you. And I look at them and I say, thank you. Or I'll just look at them and say, yes, I know. Thank you. Or something like that. And the thing is this. I haven't always been in a good mood when they've said it. I've had some things in my mind. I've been off in la-la land, as some would say. You know, you, you, know you, you, you physically are there, but then mind and your mind mentally you're somewhere else because you got some things going on. So I've had some moments like that. I've had some days like that where I'm physically there. But then my mind is on something else. And I've had people just <clears throat> out of the blue say, hey, you know, Jesus loves you. Or just give me a smile and say, how you doing today? Or God bless you. So, and my whole point be be behind that is that I thought about it as I went along my day. I thought about that person that said, hey, you know, Jesus loves you. I thought about that person that said, you know, good morning, have a blessed day. I thought about that person that said, hey, God loves you. So, I speak from experience knowing that if you are nice and kind to people, it's going to resonate. It may not at that moment because they're going to probably give you a negative and a bad response. You know, they're going to probably be like, really like you know, probably <clears throat> give you a look that could break glass, but <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna come upon them and they're gonna be like thinking about it and then they're gonna realize how they responded to you. And it's gonna humble them and then they're gonna ask God for forgiveness. So my brothers I'm telling you right now, just know that there are benefits from being nice and kind to people. There's benefits from being um, truthfully joyful in the presence of others. Because that joy will, it will rub off on them. And maybe not at the moment. Because they're dealing with something. They're going through something. And another thing you may want to think about as well is that if you're being nice to someone, if you're treating someone nice, and then they tend to respond in a way that is otherwise, you know, positive on receiving of what you're pouring into their lives, pray for them. You know, pray for them. You know, if you walk away from them and, you know, you didn't get a good reception because you said good morning and God bless you and they like, you know, whatever. You know, what's good about it or whatever, you know. Then you just walk away and, and, and don't let that bother you. Don't let that take away from your positive energy. But instead, pray for them. That way, not only do you keep your positiveness, but you're saying a blessing over their lives. You're helping them. You get what I'm saying? You're putting them before the Father. My brothers and sisters, we 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 <clears throat> we go forth in life a lot of times and we don't understand some things. But then we're hesitant about asking. We're hesitant about seeking. We have the opportunity to knock, to be in the midst of where we need to be at, but we don't knock. Well, I hope that after today, you will not hesitate anymore. I, I pray that after today, that you will ask what you need to ask. And you will do it in a way that is blessful. You will seek. And you will do it in a way that is pure and that of your heart. You will knock. And you will knock with not just confidence, but you will knock with purity. You will knock with purpose. And that purpose will not be selfish. Amen. Blessed be Father God. 
My brothers and sisters, I thank you for joining me for another blessful, encouraging message from the words of God. I pray that this message is truly what is needed for you at this moment and you know this time in your journey, and that it will really bring some clarity to you uh, and help you to be able to continue on by adding to the knowledge that you've already received. And helping you to stay positive and joyful in that of your spirit. Some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Matthew 7, 7 through 12 in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Matthew 7, 7 through 12 in the NIV. And for Further encouragement throughout the week, be sure to look over on Facebook as well as IG and Twitter for Encouragement Daily blog. And you will receive encouragement throughout the week. We post daily devotionals on those media platforms. Uh, and if you're more into just, you know, podcasts and you really just like to have the Availability of audio, have that 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 available to you to be able to listen to. Then, hey, check us out on Anchor. That's Anchor.fm, and we're there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that's Anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. Head on over there, get yourself set up, so that you can um, receive notifications. When there's a new episode out That way you won't miss out on any Blessful encouragement From God's word Amen My brothers and sisters It's been wonderful and always Joyful To have this time to fellowship with you With encouragement I pray the same Is in that of your hearts And I pray that In moving forth you're working in that which God is calling upon you to do and being joyful and blessful in the same way. Amen. So continue to enjoy this day and may the rest of the week be more joyful for you in that of the Lord. And until next time we come together for encouraging fellowship, keep your heads up, keep your minds pure, let your heart be whole and all things be that of God and pour forth all the love of Christ. Amen. I bless you, my brothers and sisters. And continue on. And don't give up.